We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Uh, Stephanie Thomas, Secretary of the State here joining us. So thank you so much, by the way. You're, you guys are so great to deal with. You were over at Hot 93 and gave us a couple quick minutes. Um, you know, I guess 20... November 2024 will be your Super Bowl. This is like, you know, an <laughs> AFC title game type yes. thing. But how you feel for, for for next Tuesday? I feel good about next Tuesday. Obviously, election planning happens all year round in some ways. Um, so we are in close communication with all the registrars and town clerks in every one of our 169 towns. So everyone's ready for game day. And new machines are for next year? I hope. Uh, We have started the RFP process. We've gotten the bids in already. Uh, Procurement can take some time. I'm aiming for late 2024, but it may be 2025. You know, I'm curious, you know, and and again, I'm rapid firing here because we don't have a Mm -hmm. ton of time. And I do want to talk a little bit about Bridgeport, but I think the macro is important. And I have two macro questions. One is, I mean, you've been in it for a year, right? Almost. Yeah. And so... Have you had a chance to really look at just the whole thing about voting and what the best way to do it in America is? And what are the because it seems like with technology, it's almost better to go the other way and have less technology, but then you have these physical ballots and there's all these issues. Well, I, I never in my life before a couple of years ago ever questioned it. And now, like, I'm like, wow, we are way not where I thought we were. And it's not about being um, dishonest or corrupt, it's yeah. just like we don't do it right. Well, the good news is... Or no, is, excuse me, we, we could do it better. Yeah, I mean, I think it's fair to say that any system can always be improved, right? The good news is that a lot of the stories we see from around the country don't apply to us. Um we have always had paper ballots. We have always had uh, audits, for example. But there are some states where that was not the case, where they were hooking up over the Internet and not having paper ballot backups. So we are in a good position, but I am starting, you know, I have spent this year learning all the details of the job But now I'm just starting to think about, like, what do we want elections to look like in the next two years, three years, five years, 10 years, and having those conversations with other secretaries around the country, um, but also with my staff. I think you should be a crusader for a federal holiday. Like, you should become, like, you, we get you on MSNBC and <laughs> CNN, and this is your thing. I And, I you know, I said the same thing to Lamont. I, I think you should be a crusader for, like, air conditioning in every school in Connecticut. Like, I don't know why that's that's not happening. But my point is, is that, you know, the bigger macro question I had was apathy and engagement. And, and you know, uh, we talked, we were both down at Channel 8 for Sunday's show, and one of the th- statistics I saw about Hartford was mm-hmm. that, the total votes in the Democratic primary was the same, basically the same number that Bronin himself got in the primary when he ran. So it shows 2,121 votes in the mayor of Hartford is decided. It's crazy. It is crazy. And, and, and I don't know how to change it. Now, listen, when you're in off years, presidential elections, we'll get the numbers out next year. I'm pretty confident of that. But how do we get engagement up 
and more people to vote if we can't have a federal holiday? I'm glad you asked, Brian. Um, it's money. <laughs> so in presidential years, you cannot move without seeing ads about the upcoming election. You know, it's just a constant and that drives that drives engagement. And I think that dri- it keeps it top of mind. Mm-hmm. And I think that does drive engagement because everyone forms an opinion one way or another. In local elections. There's nothing like that. You know, most campaigns don't have the funding to be on TV or radio. And if you're a candidate, you're only trying to get out enough people so that you win. Um, There's no money in our office, for example, for public outreach or um, education. And I think that's what hurts the process. Um, When I travel around talking to people, a lot of people don't know when the election is, what's on the ballot, um, because that means the candidates are not talking to them. So can we get that in the budget? Can we get... I'm trying, Brian. Okay. So, because that leads you to sort of my my hot take on Bridgeport, and yeah. people know the story that, you know, there was pretty obvious evidence of, um, I don't know, ballot harvesting, ballot stuffing, the absentee ballot, they have it on film, they have evidence of, you know, someone who probably shouldn't be handling them, handling them, and who we don't know if there's a through line to Joe Gannum, who's the incumbent for mayor there, but we have a dynamic, in my opinion, where you could have an election. Mm-hmm. A second primary and then a second election, and my the thing not talked about is that the people aren't going to know what the heck they're t- they're voting for and what. So like, the, it's the confusion is is going to make it. I think I don't want to, for lack of a better term, corrupt the whole process because people won't know what they're actually voting for. I agree with you. It's hard to educate an entire electorate about like rapid changes. We certainly will put up information on our website. But most people have no idea that the Secretary of the State oversees elections, so they wouldn't know to come to our website. So I am hopeful. Um, you know, we had reached out um, to Danbury, for example, to ask them how they would mitigate educating the public about um, the situation that happened there. We would also hope that the city of Bridgeport would do something. Uh, run extra ads on the radio, television, um, maybe do another mailer. They have to educate the electorate. And that's up to them to do or not do. It is up to and them. And Gannon probably doesn't want to do it because, I mean, if... And, and, and this is yet another reason why I do think it's really important for the Secretary of the State's office, a neutral party, to have funding for this type of education. Yeah. Um, right now, we leave it 100% in the hands of political parties and candidates, and then towns can decide what to do and what not to do. We, we're talking with Stephanie Thomas, Secretary of the State. We have about a little less than about two minutes. Um, you know, I think... If I read it wrong, and correct me, but you don't have a direct influence on how a municipality handles st- something like absentee ballots for municipal elections. Is that true? Um, yes and no. Um, obviously, the municipalities have to follow the law, so Title IX in Connecticut statutes. Um, we have the power to make sure, or, or we have the power to check in and make sure they're following the law. If we think they are not we have to refer them to the uh, State Elections Enforcement Commission. They are the ones who are able to do investigations. Are you confident in the way, you know, because I asked this of your predecessor a bunch Mm -hmm. because I didn't, 
Denise Merrill about this because I didn't understand it. So how do you the making sure that the they're authentic? It, it, do you have to sign the ballot and then sign the outside of the envelope? Is that true for every single absentee ballot? That is true. Okay, yeah. so that minimizes the opportunity for fraud. Exactly. Okay, and that's the case even in Bridgeport. Correct. Okay. Correct. So, and when you know, one thing we didn't mention, Danbury, you mentioned it tangentially, but we talked about it off camera. They had a situation where the the Democrats sort of, you know. Um, kind of sabotage the independent party convention and the Republicans are usually have a rubber stamp for their candidate on their line, sort of adjourn the meeting, had their own, and then they had two slates of candidates and the mm-hmm. town clerk wouldn't recognize the Democratic candidates. And then, then the court said, you know, you can't have anybody on that line, which is a win and a loss for Democrats because they actually wanted their candidates mm-hmm. on that line. Mm-hmm. Is, is it always been the case that, that candidates have multiple lines and those are sort of used as a way to leverage more potential votes? I mean, I'm not sure I never of the thought, I never entire knew. history in Connecticut, but we do have fusion voting, so candidates can appear on multiple lines, and that happens in other places as well. Um, should it be? I mean, I'm asking, I haven't thought about it all, but should it be that way? Should I mean, you? I, I think it's fair. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, there are arguments both ways, but if a particular party feels like the Democratic candidate or the Republican candidate also uh, espouses their beliefs. I think that's valid. So we got to get more money for you. Yep. And you're going to start crusading for a federal holiday for for Election Day. Maybe. We can get rid of—nobody likes the Columbus Day indigenous people. Well— you know, let's we just need swap more it than out. One day, I really think we need more than one day. Even if everyone was paid not to work, because even like let's think about the holidays. Not everyone is off <laughs> on these federal holidays. There are still people who work. So, well, let's work on it. Um, uh, I I know you're working on a ton of stuff. I'm just I'm sort of semi teasing, <laughs> but I really think that um, you know the, the we have to find ways, like you said, to get more funding for yeah. you to engage people, but also make it easier for for people to vote who work. Work hard. Stephanie, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you to your crew, too. We appreciate it. And uh, good luck next Tuesday. Thank you so much. Don't forget to vote November 7th. Vote. You can't complain (laughs) if you don't vote. Um, Of course, we're very grateful to Stephanie Thomas and the Secretary of the State's Office.